Introduction of Isaac Bickerstaff, Physician and Astrologer. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to find out how you can volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Isaac Bickerstaff, Physician and Astrologer by Richard Steele. Introduction by Henry Morley. Of the relations between Steele and Addison, and the origin of Steele's Tatler, which was developed afterwards into The Spectator, that has already been given in the introduction to a volume of this library, containing essays from The Spectator, Sir Roger de Coverley, and The Spectator Club. There had been a centre of life in the Tatler, designed, as Sir Roger and his friends were designed, to carry out the human interest of a distinct personality through the whole series of papers. The Tatler's personality was Isaac Bickerstaff, physician and astrologer, as to years, just over the grand climatric sixty-three, mystical multiple of nine and seven, dispensing counsel from his lodgings at Shire Lane, and seeking occasional rest in the vacuity of thought proper to his club at the trumpet. The name of Isaac Baff Steele, borrowed from his friend Swift, who, just before the establishment of the Tatler, had borrowed it from a shoemaker's shopboard, and used it as the name of an imagined astrologer, who would be an astrologer indeed, and should attack John Patridge, the chief of the astrological almanac makers, with a definite prediction of the day and hour of his death. This he did in a pamphlet that brought up to the war against one stronghold of superstition an effective battery of satire. The pamphlet itself has been given in our volume of The Battle of the Books and Other Short Pieces by Jonathan Swift. A footnote. Sills National Library. End of footnote. The joke once set rolling was kept up in other playful little pamphlets written to announce the fulfillment of the prophecy, and to explain to Patridge that, whether he knew it or not, he was dead. This joke was running through the town when Steele began his tatlet on the 12th of April, 1709. Steele kept it going, and, in doing so, wrote once or twice in the character of Bickerstaff. Then he proceeded to up the astrologer into a central character who should give life and unity to his whole series of essays. They were published for a penny a number, at the rate of three numbers a week. Steele, for his three pence a week, sought to give wholesome pleasure while good-humouredly helping men to rise above the vices and the follies of their time. Evil ways of the court of Charles the Second still survived in empty tradition. The young man thought it polite up for an atheist, said Steele, though it could be proved on him that every night he said his prayers. It was fashionable to speak frivolously of woman, and effect contempt of marriage, though the English were, and are, of all men the most domestic. Steele made it a part of his duty to break this evil custom, 
and to uphold the true honor of womanhood and assert the sacredness of home the two papers in this collection called happy marriage and a wife dead are beautiful examples of his work in this direction they attack the false notion of honor that kept dueling in fashion steele could put his heart into the direct telling of a tale of human love or sorrow and in that respect was unapproached by addison but he was surpassed by addison in a subtle delicacy of touch in the fine humor with which he played about the whims and weakness of men the tenth paper in this volume a business meeting is a good example of what addison could do in that way of the papers in his this volume the first was sent to steele by the post and steele wrote in the original preface to the complete tatler written as i sh since understand by mr twisdom who died at the battle of mons and has a monument in westminster abbey suitable to the respect which is due to his wit and valour the other papers were all written deal with these exceptions number five marriage of sister jenny number seven the dream of fame were described by steele in a list given to tickle as written by himself and addison together number nineteen the wife dead is steele's with some passages to which addison contributed number thirteen dead folks was the first part by addison the second part beginning from my own apartment november twenty fifth Still, addison wrote number ten a business meeting number sixteen a very pretty poet and number twenty false doctoring addison joined steele in the record of cases before bickerstaff censor number twenty eight of the twenty six sections in this volume therefore three are by addison alone one is in two parts written severally by addison and steele four are by addison and steele working in friendly fellowship with and without trace of their separate shares in the work eighteen are by steele alone end of introduction read by elijah fisher